so fancy and dramatic, that sort of interlude, not interlude, prelude to my episode today. I was sort of playing around with the new sounds of my, um, my, my Anchor app, which I record my podcast on, as you guys know, because they are so wonderful and lovely and sponsoring me, which I will talk about later on in the show. Um, but the reason why I thought it would be very appropriate to include that fabulous intro to my episode is because this morning when I was working out of my building, I work, I live, my building is right is located right on Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, um, obviously, all of the stars in the Walk of Fame are there. And this morning, I was in my gym, and my gym is obviously located in my complex that f- overlooks the boulevard on the second floor, which is really cool because I can people watch as I'm on the treadmill. And usually when I'm on the treadmill, I'm listening to my music and I'm, or I'm watching something because the treadmills of this building are so fancy. And um, you can, like, watch TV and you can watch the news or you can uh, link up your iPhone and... <laughs> excuse me. You can link up your iPhone and... Um, you know, I guess connect whatever shows you want to watch to the little mini screen on the treadmill, which makes it a little bigger, which I don't usually do. I just watch it on my phone and put it on a little ledge. But um, this morning as I was working out, I got to the gym and I saw that there's a ceremony going on because there's a big white tent and a lot of photographers, a lot of paparazzi. And at first I was just like, oh my God, are they there to watch me work out? Like, this is just, this is just so expected because obviously they want to take photographs of me working out. But then I was like, mm, maybe not. So then I took out my headphones and I, I heard the woman from the Chamber of Commerce or Hollywood Chamber of Commerce talk about... She was beginning to introduce someone. It was around 11.45. Um, and I usually, I, I usually go to the gym at like 8 or 9. I'm sorry, seven, between 7 and 9 a.m. But this particular morning, I, ha- I had stuff to do earlier on, so I went out of that 11.30. And I was going to run from 11.30 to noon because then I had stuff to do right after that. So, um, by the way, uh, today is the 10th of um, September. Oh, my God, 10 days in already. Crazy! And it is, oh, my God, is it the 10th? No, I'm sorry. It's the 12th. It's Thursday the 12th. 12 days in, which is just crazy. Um, so anyways, I was at my gym, and then I saw there was a ceremony go to, going on. I took, I took out my headphones, and um, the woman then introduced Judith Light and was talking about all of our accolades on stage, on television, and film. And that was amazing because as you guys – I mean, I don't know if I talked about this. My three favorite television shows of all time, like of all, all, all time, one, Gossip Girl, two, Game of Thrones, and three is Ugly Betty. And Ugly Betty used to be at Netflix, and now it's on Hulu, which is fine. I have a, new, I have a Hulu account, but it's like I have a, an annoying Hulu account where I don't have um, the commercial-free one. But when it was on Netflix, I watched the entirety of the series, all four seasons, and she was Claire Mead in Ugly Betty. She was so good, and I love Ugly Betty. One of my favorite shows ever. And I was literally gagging and keeking and screaming and crying. People in the gym just had to come over and fan me and resuscitate me and revive my body because America Ferrer was the first speaker. And that was so cool. That was so dope. That was so special because, first of all, I have followed America Ferrera's career since she was in... Um, God Kick It Up on the Disney Channel. Remember that film? Si Se Buene means Yes I Can. Oh my gosh, that movie was classic. That movie came out maybe when I was in fifth or sixth grade on the Disney Channel. And then, of course, she did Real Women Have Curves, which sort of like catapulted her to another level of acting. And then she did Betty, and then she's on Superstore now. And um, she was in Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. She's just done, she just has an incredible repertoire, resume, CV of work. And um, I, I didn't actually see her, but I heard her speech. I knew it was her voice right away. And then, of course, Anna Ortiz was there because Anna Ortiz was also an Ugly Betty. She was Betty's sister. Um, she was, uh, oh my gosh, what was her name on Ugly Betty? Hilda. Oh, so good. So that was so special. And what a great morning, right? What a great way to start my day off. Hearing the legendary, legendary uh, Judith Light. So many congratulations to her. And um, I did walk by afterwards and I saw her speaking. She's gorgeous. She's beautiful. She's snatched. She was wearing a white ensemble. Because Press Juicery, which is right underneath my building, next to Nugget Notes, of course, and CVS and Shake Shack, which is out of control, um, are all there. And I was like, mm, I'm going to go get my green juice this morning because I get, a good, I get a green juice every other morning. 
And then it offsets it with my coffee. I get either I get a green juice in the morning or I get a hot coffee from Starbucks to like just because I don't want to have coffee every day, but I also don't have too many greens because you don't want to be too healthy. Obviously, you want to be able to like have sugars and sweets and, you know, d- diverge off the, the beaten path of a healthy diet. But anyways, um, what a great way to start my day. And I was just so excited because I love seeing my icons. I love seeing my idols. And I told you guys this before, the only person I really, really want to see in L.A., um, like the only celebrity in all those six and a half years who I actually want to see, who I actually genuinely care about, who I've never seen is Leighton Meester because she was Blair and Gossip Girl. And that's just literally my favorite show. That's my jam. That's my favorite show ever. So anyways, I'm, I just pulled up a Variety article about Judith Light. Judith, Judith Light reflects on the road to Hollywood's Walk of Fame. Um, for more than four decades into her career, Judith Light is taking on more projects than ever. A lot of people have said to me, quote, I'm sorry, this is from Variety, quote, a lot of people have said to me, oh my God, you're working more now than you did when you were younger, says the actress who's receiving her star on the Hollywood Book of Fame, September 12th. I have immense gratitude for what's happening. Um, some of her credits include Lifetime Movie, Escaping the Madhouse, A Nellie Bly Story, um, Facebook Watches Queen America. Oh my gosh, she's on a Facebook Watch show. That's amazing. Um, she's on Transparent. She was, she's going to be on the Netflix series The Politician, which I know that um, Cynthia Nixon's going to be in, which is amazing. That's why I'm going to watch it. And of course, Ugly Betty. So bravo to her, congratulations, and um, amazing. So let's get into some stories. I have four stories for you today. The first of which is, I've never talked about this person, I don't think. And I went through all my episodes to sort of see if her name came up in any of them, and it didn't. And that is the one and only, the spectacle, the queen, the bar, the Barbadian, Barbados beauty, Rihanna. And she just had her big, I think, inaugural debut fashion show for New York Fashion Week in New York. Um... And I heard it was just the bee's knees. So I obviously only know Rihanna, Rihanna, Rihanna as an artist. And I also saw her in Ocean's Eleven, um, which was fabulous. No, Ocean's Eight? Ocean's Eight. Oh, no, Ocean's Eleven. The one with Mindy Kaling, Kate Blanchett, Sandra Bullock, Sarah Paulson, Aquafina. You know, the, the, queens, of, the queens of the Ocean's world. Um, but it was, so, it was such a great film. And Rihanna was really, really good. Okay, so this is from the New York Times. Um, Rihanna's spectacular sexy underpants variety hour. The superstar took her savage, uh, collaborated with Fenty show to the Barclays Center for a night. And I'm going to read you this article. It's written by Vanessa Friedman on the 11th. Oh yeah, yesterday was September 11th. That's why I didn't do an episode. Because it felt inappropriate to sort of glorify all celebrity news. And also you guys know what I woke up? I woke up this morning thinking yesterday there was not one sort of crazy celebrity story and I, I thought that was really appropriate to the culture in the world and you know, it was sort of a, a tame day which as it should be but then I woke up this morning and there was so much going on I was like it's out of control okay here we go who excuse me um on Tuesday night in Brooklyn Rihanna made her bid for global underwear domination it took place in the Barclays Center against a gigantic set that was part of the Stairway to Heaven part Roman Coliseum part Chicago the Bob Fosse version and part Laughing with a reflecting pool in the middle oh how glamorous um, it involved famous singers, famous models in little lace nothings and stiletto heels. There was a lot of writhing, twerking, and in-your-face sexting choreography. Legs were thrust up, out, groins were grabbed, breasts and butts were weaponized. Ooh, fabulous. I'm sure that was all intentional to make Rihanna. Rihanna always loves a statement, and she's, you know, she's just, she's a real, she's a real showman. She's a show woman, as they say. She's a, oh, uh, a show pony. Um, there were bodies of many shapes and many heights and sizes and colors, wearing an assortment of thongs, bras, boy briefs, bodysuits, baby dolls, and camisoles, also in many colors, and sometimes draped in rhinestone chains. Some abs looked as if they could crack walnuts, others looked like a feather mattress. Hazley sang and wore a teeny black robe, Laverne Cox and Normani, 
Uh, gyrated in undies, Migos, ASAP Ferg, Big Sean, and DJ Khalid seem to be modeling their own clothes. Oh, that's so nice. Rihanna giving all these supporting artists a platform to support their lines and their work. Just artists supporting other artists. So bravo to that. Rihanna herself appeared on a pedestal in the opening number in a black sheer bodysuit bra strategically draped micro skirt and lots of attitude at the end she reappeared in a long gown to accept the adorning applause of her populace sorry audience this was the savage times fenty show oh my gosh i'm looking at the stage set it looks glorious it looks just like a real show like what a show and i i um fashion week has always been something that i followed online because i've never been obviously because i don't live in new york but i've always i've always sort of understood that it's there's a certain aesthetic to it, a certain style and people are always upping the ante and i guess shows nowadays are not so much about you know, traditional walking down a catwalk like they used to back in the day. Although, I sort of love that era, but it was so simple. And then, you know, now the times are like everyone's trying to up one another, which I think is great because everyone's trying to be the best, which is just brilliant. Striving, not striving. Striving. Well, I guess trying, which is striving and trying, but together. Okay, to continue. The whole thing was filmed for Amazon Prime, and all the attendees' phones were put in locked neoprene pouches so they couldn't take pictures and ruin the surprise. Oh my god, that is so... Okay, there was an episode of Gossip Girl that literally brings me to an episode of Gossip Girl. There was an episode of Gossip Girl where, I think it was season five, where Lily is, um, Lily Humphrey, Lily Bass, uh, is under house arrest, and then she is free, and then she goes to a party, and then it's the episode, it's the season where, um, Kaylee DeFer, who plays Ivy, is in it, Elizabeth, um, Elizabeth Hurley is in it, she plays Diana Payne, I love me some Diana Payne, and... All the attendees at the fashion show are not allowed to bring their phones, so they put them in these little silk pouches and in a drawer, and then Nate, of course, steals all the phones to get gossip, and of course, blah, 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 blah. And he, everything always comes from Gossip Girl. I feel like the whole world is just influenced by Gossip Girl. And you know what? Brava, brava, and I'm so glad they're reviving that show. That just made me think of that, because Rihanna is just in tune with the times, or her PR team, or her, whoever planned this thing, the showrunner, I don't know. Okay, uh, holding this for Amazon Prime, okay. Cameraman skipped around the stage and ran through the water like renegade Pac-Man to record it for posterity, or at least streaming the moment when Savage Shems Fenty, not to be confused with Fenty the fashion line Rihanna has with LVMH, finally crushed the failing Victoria's Secret beneath its high-stomping, all-inclusive, women-driven feet, which it pretty much did, but is it really so different, or are we simply trading one kind of sexploitation for another sexploitation? That's funny. The surprise of the event wasn't how disruptive and mind-altering it was. The surprise was how familiar. Rihanna was just... Rihanna has just sampled the VS playbook and sent it to her own tune, updated the music, the action, the platform, and the message, and stadium sized it. Oh my god. Cara Delevingne is there with these gorgeous models, just like posing, looking fab. You guys, it's kind of gross to say, but I think I'm getting pink eye because my right eye really, really hurts, and it's like really bothering me, and I never touch my eyes without washing my hand, but it's like I can feel, I can feel the heaviness, and it's really bothering me, so I don't know what to do. Give me some advice. Okay. Uh, let me finish the article up. But don't be fooled, the ingredients are the same. She even had many of the same models who once walked with great excitement for VS, including Gigi and Bella Hadid, John Smalls, and Cara Delevingne. Um, they have just switched uh, allegiances. Um, and instead of fluffing their hair with a big smile, they are now rubbing their hands all over their bodies with a pout. Instead of wearing wings, they are wearing Cleopatra armbands. They know which way the wind is blowing of course last year in this trying to justify show victoria's secret included the videos of the models in which they talked about how empowered and strong strutting around in their fashion and these made them feel how it gave them ownership over their bodies and made people giggle rihanna is selling the same idea a bit more convincingly and to benefit not uh and to the benefit not of a faceless corporation dominated by older white men but to a young woman who made her own success who who profits 
thing matters, especially because her cell doesn't discriminate based on size, and maybe that's a big enough leap forward, but her show is still as much about the male gaze as the female. The difference is that whereas the Victoria's Secret women always seem to serve that gaze at its most banal common denominator, sometimes literally in naughty made costumes, Rihanna's women own it, manipulate it, and crush it between their thighs. Oh my gosh, and then there's a glorious photo of Rihanna just standing there, owning the stage in some type of sheer ensemble. I didn't know that, I know that Rihanna had a, had a makeup line with Fendi, but I didn't realize it was fashion line. That's just, uh, she's just crushing the game. Um, I also love Rihanna. Remember Ponda Replay and SOS? And then she sort of went dark for a moment when she did um, Russian Roulette, that album. That was a really dark song. But you know what? I just love her. And she's just always ever-evolving. And She's an ever-evolving artist, which is what makes her such a great artist. Okay. There aren't angels. There are dominatrices and sirens. Those are different roles, but they are, the, they are still old ones. I mean, they're not really old. I think she, it's just a female take, a female-controlled, female-driven, female-empowered show is probably what Rihanna wants to obviously do during the current climate of the Me Too movement. Um, and they're still objects, even though they reveal, uh, they revel in their own willing objectification. And that means that while you have to give Rihanna credit for wiping Victoria's Secret off its own playing field, and while she did rewrite many rules, it is still possible to wish she had been inspired enough to change the game entirely. I think she did. I think she did her own thing. And I think she's just, she's just doing her own thing. She's, let the girl live. Just let the girl live. Now, I'm just so excited for Rihanna and so excited for all that's coming. I'd love to hear about her. And I love listening to fellow podcasters. Speaking about Rihanna, I love her music and everything. And you know what? I wouldn't be able to do so without my Anchor app. But Anchor app has just been such a, a precious gem. So a word from our sponsors before we get back to the news. Because I'm just eternally grateful for the platform that I have to share. Everything I like to share that wouldn't be without Anchor. Now, I woke up to another viral moment of the week. I'm not going to say it's a super viral moment of the year, because it's not. And it's just sort of something that the wind will just blow over in time. But it's Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello laughing off a sloppy kiss that Shawn Mendes posted on his Instagram. And I'm going to read this article from E that sort of recaps it in an intelligent and well-done way. Because as I've mentioned many a time before, E! News is like hard-hitting journalism. Now, um, oh, you hear my dog back there. He's wagging and loving the stories about Shawn Mendes. So, Chai! Come here, sweet boy. Sorry about that little barking. Um, so, okay, I'm going to read this article from E. I looked on Instagram. It was on Instagram this morning because it was on my popular page, and everyone was posting about it and leaving their two cents because people just love to give their opinions. And, I mean, I give my opinions, too, but I give it in a very nice and generous way. I don't, like, evilly attack and sort of give a negative connotation. And there are some nobodies on Instagram, of course, that were posting this in their story, talking about how their PR team should, you know, pull them back or rein them in and how they're going to unfollow these two artists. But you know what? Those people are nobodies and those people don't have platforms. So I don't know why they're giving their two cents to people who do have a platform. So I say bravo to Sean Mendes and bravo to Camila Cabello. Now I'm going to read this article to you from E! News. Here we go. Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello laugh off kissing critics with sloppy makeout. This is written by Elise Dupree on E! It's the big kiss we've all been waiting for, sort of. Well, I guess that's actually very true because they didn't kiss at their performance at the Grammys. No, not the Grammys, the VMAs. I'm so sorry. I meant my statement to that. Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello took to Instagram on Wednesday to address the trolls who have had a problem with their smooching skills. Quote, so we saw like on Twitter and stuff that you guys are saying, the stuff you guys are saying about the way we kiss and how it looks weird. Mendes said in a video shared on a social network, like we kiss like fish. Cabello then told her followers in the comments really hurt that Camille, Cabello then told her followers the comments really hurt her feelings. So the Senorita stars decided to shut down the kissing critics by showing them how we really kiss. While fans thought they were finally going to get an on-screen peck, this wasn't the case. Oh no, it wasn't. The singers proceeded to jokingly make out. Cabello licked the inside of Mendez 
Cabela's mouth, and the Marcy Star rubbed his open mouth all over Cabela's face. Eventually, the Havana artist burst out laughing. Honestly, fans need to watch the video for themselves. You really do need to watch the video, because honestly, it's just couples being couples, and couple being fun. Couples being fun, and for, like, nobody's, like, one specific person I'm thinking about whose name shall remain nameless on my Instagram, who I don't even follow anymore, but I saw that he posted this in the story, and I was like... What are you doing, giving your opinion, when your content isn't even that prime? But anyways, I digress. To continue this article, the artists have been teasing a romance ever since they released their steamy hit in June. Since then, they have been spotted packing on the PDA during several dates. Cabello has also attended a few of Mendez's concerts. In addition, the two have had fans on the edge of their seats during the sexy MTV Video Music Awards performance. Still, they've continued to play out coy about their official status. Quote, Love is the most sacred, precious thing to me, Cabello really told, recently told Elle. To continue, quote, As much as I love my fans, and as much as I love people, I like to live my life as normally as possible. In a relationship, it makes me feel uncomfortable to invite everyone in on that. I, I couldn't agree more, girl. She then told the publication, quote, People can say whatever they want to say about the relationship. They can speculate, but at the same time, we are going to live our own lives. Enjoy it and fall for each other like nobody is watching. She added, quote, That is how I want to live. I never want to open the door for people to feel like they are involved. Like I said, I want it to be mine and his. That's why I'm so tight-lipped about it, because I want to protect it. Um, and then to conclude this article, this wasn't the only video Cabello starred. The, this isn't the only video Cabello starred and dropped. She also released a music video, the music video for her new song, Liar! Oh, just love it. I love them, and I think it's a very precious video. You know what? Let them live. Let them live! Because they're doing the damn thing, and they're a happy couple. And people like us, the general public, have no right to give our two cents. And you know what? You just gotta keep on reporting the article and just, I mean, keep on reporting it and just, just love it. Now, the last story I have today is someone who I genuinely love and adore, and she's just blossoming into this fabulous starlet, and that is, of course, the one and only Millie Bobby Brown, 11 on Stranger Things, um, and she was also in Godzilla, the second one, and she was fantastic in it. I was, like, so impressed with her acting skills, and she's just, she's really becoming a genuine, she's, I think, a future Jennifer Lawrence, for sure, because she's smart, she's great, she's talented, she's good to her fans, she's got an edge, much like J-Law did. Not that Jennifer Lawrence is, like, gone, she's not. She's just, like, you know, she's evolving. She's gonna be a wife soon, she's, you know, she's growing up. Now it's Millie Bobby Brown's turn to sort of encapsulate that starlight um, spotlight. But I, like, don't, I don't think that there's an actress right now who is of Jennifer Lawrence's caliber. I think because... I don't know. I just think it's Millie Bobby Brown who's next. I mean, I'm trying to run through my Rolodex in my mind of, like, all the actresses that are it right now. And I don't think that anyone's, like, particularly... I mean, I'd be like, no, no. I think it's... If, I think I deem it Millie Bobby Brown. Okay, this is from E! News also. I also... I had the article pulled up on page six, but I'm just gonna read it from E! News since it's on the same website. Millie Bobby Brown reacts to criticism after skincare tutorial goes viral. This is by... Also by Elise Dupree. Ooh, Elise, you're just putting out good content today. Millie Bobby Brown is learning as she goes. The Stranger Things star took to Instagram on Thursday to address the criticism she received... She received over a nighttime skincare routine tutorial. Oh my gosh, so much drama. Um, quote, I'm still learning the best way to share my routines as I get to know this space better. I'm not an expert, she wrote in a note posted to the social network to continue the quote. I thought doing a quick video uh, replicating my personal process for that night was okay, but that's not what was conveyed. I understand. I appreciate all of your feedback on this journey. Please keep sharing your thoughts and I will too. I love you guys. X hashtag loved and light. I mean, the fact that people are criticizing someone for doing a makeup tutorial is idiotic. And the fact that they're, like, offended by it when they're probably sitting at home eating Briar's ice cream is out of control. So you know what? Let the girl live and let the girl breathe. 
to continue the article. The 15-year-old actress posted the tutorial on YouTube last weekend. In the one-minute and 50-second clip, the celebrity talked about the products from her Florence by Mills line and walked viewers through a routine, which included using a face mist, a scrub, a face wash, and moisturizer, and a lip oil. However, the viewers had some serious questions about the video. For instance, some wondered why her hair was still dry and why her makeup was still in act after allegedly washing her face. Quote, you know when you actually wash your face with water, your hair gets a little bit wet or damper on the face, she kept saying. She was washing the soap off, but her hair was perfectly dry at all times. One YouTube commenter wrote, I would have expected to see a little remnant of the rinsing process, at least since she rinsed at least twice over, and the mist kind of didn't get on her face. That was weird. And the eye makeup was still on. Maybe Millie Bobby Brown didn't want to wash her face at the time. Maybe this was the only time she had during her busy damn day to do this. So she's just replicating it. Because, why? Because she replicates because she's an actress. And what does she do? What did I just say she does? She's an actress, so she acts, so she's replicating it. She doesn't have to do it. Oh my gosh, people are just out of control. Okay, to continue. Others questioned the sporadic cuts throughout the video, which usually took place right after she said she was going to wash off some of the accused celebrity of using empty bottles. The moisture bottle was literally empty, one viewer wrote. Quote, you can literally tell that there's nothing being used on her face by the sound of her dry hands, added another. Um, and they say, live and learn. Oh my gosh, no. I say people need to back down. People need to put a cork in it or put a pin in it, as Valerie Cherish from The Comeback says. Queen Lisa Kudrow, of course. Um, ugh, I just, people really annoy me. And I think that it's just like literally nobody's who think that they have ownership over these celebrities because they're, uh, you know, they're... They they feel like they're property of the public, which you know obviously they're not. Um, and you know I'm actually gonna I was gonna edit there, but you know I have one more one more person I really want to talk about because I love this person and it's Thursday and I feel as though it's so appropriate for this particular person to be in the news cycle today on a Thursday because it's Thursday, which means just Jurors Days. And if you guys don't know what that means, then you're literally too young or you're too old because Jurors Days was. Thursdays when Jersey Shore would air when I was in college. It was literally the greatest day of the week. Everyone would pregame watching Jersey Shore and then we'd all go out and party like it was 1999, even though it was 2010. Um, okay, Mike, the situation Sorrentino released from prison after eight months. How wonderful. Okay, this is not by, this is from E2. Oh my gosh, E, you're doing it, you're doing it for me today. This is written by McKenna Aiello, uh, written today. Mike, the situation Sorrentino is a free man. Um, I don't know exactly the details of why he was in prison. I think it was tax evasion or something happened there, but I, mean, I hope it's in this article. But I, I just love him. I love him. I love Snooki. I love Wow. I love, um, Pauly, GJ Pauly. And funny, little known fact about DJ Pauly. I went to college in Rhode Island, the University of Rhode Island, and there was a, a day in my junior year where, um, because my best friend was an RA on campus, and I lived off campus because I'm not living in a dorm room. And, um, he came to the campus because he's from Rhode Island and literally, the campus police, there was hundreds of students literally surrounding the dorm that he was in. It was called Wiley. And uh, I guess he was seeing a girl there. He was visiting a friend and literally everyone found out about it. And it was like a rampant stampede of, of college kids who just literally wanted a piece of that hard jelly hair. And I just remember he drove away in a white Mercedes. And I literally, there was a stampede on campus. It was like a big party day. It was so cool. And I, I, I literally, you know what I was thinking about also? Um, and sorry to digress on the story. I'm going to, in October, because my college has a tailgate or a, a roast or a homecoming weekend. That's what it is. And I think I'm going to go to my college for homecoming weekend because I love the fall air in Rhode Island. I love everybody dresses up in fall clothes. And it's just it's a magical, air-crisp, loving feeling. And I haven't been to my university, my alma mater, University of Rhode Island, in years. So I just have to go and just, like, kiss it and love it and go to the, you know, the, what are those places called? Not the canteens, the dining halls and go get some food. And, you know, I just love it. Oh, shout out to you, all right. It was such a good time. Okay. 
E! News can confirm that the, Jersey Shore, that the Jersey Shore star was released from prison in Otisville, New York on Thursday morning. Sorrentino's wife, Lauren Pask, accompanied him as he made his long-awaited departure from the federal correctional facility. Quote, we are elated to finally close this chapter of our life, he said in a statement to E! News. Thank you to our family, friends, and fans for the continuous love and support during this time. It brought us so much peace and comfort. We look forward to continuing our life as husband and wife. And by working on baby situations, we truly believe that the comeback is always greater than the setback. And we can't wait to show the world hours oh i love that that's so true the comeback is always better than the setback that's so true what a what a time i mean quite frankly i i i think prison i I know some people that could use some time behind bars and um i don't think he's one of those people uh the situation but you know what i think look at this he's coming out with profound statements like that and he seems to have a good head on his shoulders and i just say bravo to that that's just such a wonderful thing and um you know if, if anybody uh is in law enforcement and wants to know the names of the people that i think deserve some time behind bars i can give you their names there's some people here in la who are mm, just not the best of people. And I would love to, you know, send them away just so they can collect their thoughts and, you know, get it together while I just live my life freely out in the open, dancing around with my dog, clapping my hands, and dancing like it's 1999. The article pretty much just summarizes what happened. Um, In 2014, U.S. prosecutors accused Sorrentino and his brother, Mike Sorrentino, who was sentenced to 24 months of hiding millions of dollars, the reality star Earned on the Jersey Shore between 2010 and 2012, Sorrentino, 37, self-surrendered to authorities and officially began a sentence on January 15, 2019. Wow. Oh, my gosh. You guys, time flew by. January, okay, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September. Eight months. I cannot even believe eight months went by that quick. I literally remember where I was in January. I was literally walking at the reservoir. Like, it was, it was, I just, I can't even believe how quickly time goes by these days. It's just, it's so crazy. But, you know, I think it's just a fantastic thing for him that he's free. He's out in the world. He's coming out with profound statements, like I said. Now, I have a bunch of stuff I have to go get done today, you guys. But I hope everybody has a really good Thursday. I don't know if there's going to be anything newsworthy tomorrow. But if there is, I'm going to put it out there because I love putting it out there. And I thank Anchor for allowing me to have a voice of the many voices that are out there in this world. I hope everyone's having a great week. Um, and if you want to follow me on Instagram at AndreaDevitri, A-N-D-R-E-W period D-E-V-I-T. I would love to hear from you. I love how I've been hearing from you. And I thank you guys so much for giving me so many wonderful ratings and nice messages about my episodes and laughing and crying and getting angry at me for the vicious comments that I make, even though I don't really make vicious comments. But you know, sometimes I just do because I got to live and I got to be free and I got to be open because we live in a democracy where everyone's open, although some people don't want that anymore. So I have to go. Goodbye.